Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Work Life Mindset Podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm here with some tips and tools to help us get through the day and help us change our perspective a little bit into a more powerful mindset. Um, Briefly today, I want to introduce this concept of the hedonic treadmill. Um, So what this is and how this plays into growth and development, um, it's kind of, well, it is, it's really connected to this concept I've already talked about with um, the gain versus the gap, right? And um, the way the hedonic adaptation comes into it is it's it's really our, you know, like our human way of quickly adapting to a new situation, right? For example, let's say you make a million dollars or whatever it is. Right now, you're here and you quickly, once you do that, you know, go up to something much higher, right? And very quickly, you actually adapt to that new situation. It becomes your new norm. It really just becomes normal for you. Uh, You could double your income or 10x your income and very quickly, you would adapt to that new situation. Uh, You may move into like a dream house, but after a few months, it really just becomes your house, right? Uh, Your happiness level was up pretty high for a minute And then it just sinks back down to your average happiness level. And then your mind just starts wanting new things, right? Well, with hedonic adaptation, um, you know, that can be a big problem. That's kind of what that is, right? Um, You kind of just get used to things and you adapt to it. Um, And the issue there is it just really stops you from appreciating what you already have, right? It stops you from savoring the moment. It actually stops you from being mindful and grateful, Um, You stop really enjoying these small, simple things in your life. And I believe that it it really leads, you know, people to, and um, the reason why they call it this hedonic treadmill is it leads people to almost like a drug hunt for the next dopamine hit. Like, what's next? What's next? What's next? I got this. What's next? What's next? And it doesn't matter how much you have or end up getting. um, You find that you have to just keep going, going, and going, and going just to stay at your base level of happiness. And this is an issue because it's a detriment to your long-term happiness and fulfillment. So instead, you know, what I have found you want to do ultimately is, you know, you really want to have a clear big goal that gives you anticipation and excitement toward your future. And you want to regularly be measuring all the gains from the past, you know, and that allows you to, you know, genuinely appreciate all the progress and, and your gain, how far you've come. You look back behind and celebrate your victories Um, and you really want to savor and deeply appreciate where you're at right now in this moment. I don't believe anybody, very few of us do that enough because we're all so focused in the future. We're focused on this gap of where we are now and where we know we want to be, right? Um, when you're working toward your future self, you know, that's, that's critical work. We want to keep, you know, having these big goals and having this future vision of ourselves, but it's also crucial to realize that, there's really no way to pursue happiness, okay? In fact, what the research actually shows us is that the more you try to be happy, the less you're going to get it. And I really love this quote, and it, it's, it talks about, you know, there's no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. I don't know how many people watch Mandalorian in here, me and my family and the boys in particular are really into it. Like, this is the way. Um, happiness is the way, right? What the research shows us is obviously people who are, happy, you know, create better relationships. Um, It's not a good relationship that makes you happy. It's being happy that creates the good relationship. 
Um, money over time stops making you happy. And there's tons of science and research on that. I think there's a number of like up to $70,000 of an income. And once you get to that, you know, your happiness will increase once you get to that level. Pretty recently they saw, they said that. But it, it, once you hit $70,000 of an income, your happiness plateaus. You know, if you make more money, you just spend more money. You just want more and more and more. Um, but again, like, you know, the more happy you are, the more money you will make and stuff like that. So yeah, how does that kind of all play together? Well, here's one way I, I like have found a, a, a good tool to, to work with this. <clears throat> and I want you to kind of experience happiness here and now, while at the same time experiencing the excitement and anticipation and motivation toward your future self. Um, and again, you can't delay happiness toward when you finally become your future self. You can't hinge your happiness on some future event. It doesn't work that way. You may be more satisfied when you hit that big goal, but you can't just tell yourself, I will be happy when X, right? Because if, if that's the case, you're always going to be in the gap. You're always going to be chasing happiness, but never actually getting it. When happiness really comes from being in the moment, we have to learn how to be this best version of ourselves, do the things that our future self does. And part of that is being happy in everything we have right now and being connected with gratitude, right? So one idea, you know, to work through this, and you can do this right now, is pull out your journal, um, you know, and this is part of a, a really great reflection assignment that I'd like you to do either now or maybe coming up here over the weekend or over the next few days whenever you get time. You can pause this right now while I'm talking. <laughs> um, but again, what it's what's really powerful is to... Sit down and reflect what your life is like right now, where you're at in life right now, versus where you were 12 months ago. Where were you in April 2020? You know, where were you in all these areas of your life? How was that for you and how is it different now? Um, <clears throat> to be honest, it's amazing where my life is, you know, now versus where it was a year ago. And I love this whole future self conversation um, it's been really powerful for me to stay focused on a better version of myself, but not get caught up in the gap at the same time. Cause as much energy as you put into your future self, you got to put an equal, if not more energy into looking back at the gain and how far you've come. Um, I do a lot of posts on Fridays about celebrating your victories. I love spending Friday to look back at my week, my Monday through that Friday to celebrate what went good. You know, I got to connect with those moments. I'm trying to do a lot in my life right now and, and I'm writing and tracking goals. I have accountability partners. I've got all these different groups. I'm coaching people. At the same time, I'm excited to grow my business and, and see where this goes. But at this but if I'm only focused on that, I'm I lose my energy, right? And I just get all these emotions that are not really serving me. It's hard to stay connected with a powerful state. I end up in a, a suffering or a primal state when I'm wholly focused on the future. I need tidbits and moments of that in my day to get clear of the direction. But again, I need to be looking back and reflecting on the gain, right? Um, I love this quote, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today, right? Who you are right now is based on the seeds you're planting of your former self, right? Your future self is going to be basically the seeds that you're planting now. But it's really important to reflect on and enjoy and appreciate everything that's going on in your life. In psychology, they call that savoring, right? You call it gratitude. 
um, you know, some call it even mindfulness, right? We want to be aware and genuinely savor because these are the ways that you can essentially block this hedonic adaptation and get yourself off the hedonic treadmill. Because <laughs> hedonic adaptation is really whatever you have, you stop appreciating it, right? You want the next thing. <clears throat> you don't need to do that. You can have a big, clear future self, big, clear goals, and have a lot of anticipation and excitement and motivation and drive, while at the same time being so absorbed and grateful, savoring your life, what you've got, who you've got right now in this moment. And that's really what I invite you to do in this moment. Make a list of all the amazing things that are currently going on in your life, your relationships, your environment, your behavior, your habits, even your goals, the things you're working on. Really appreciate it. And we got to write this stuff down, you know. Go get a pen and paper. It's just it's so much more powerful when we can put that down and see that. And if you get through that list, then go on and, and visualize picture where you were a year ago. And write down where you were then and, and, and really savor and be grateful for the differences of all these victories you've had over the year. And if that's a little bit too rough, just look at these victories from the last week. Okay? So that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. The Hedonic Treadmill. It's a trap. <laughs> Watch out. Um, this is the way. Happiness is the way. We need to just connect with the moment. Okay? If we can't learn to be happy in our life in this present moment... It's just, we, it's not going to really happen for us when we get to these goals, okay? Satisfaction will go up, but that's not happiness. That's not fulfillment. Um, start doing the work now. Start becoming your future self. Start doing the things that your future self does, and then you'll find yourself looking at how far you've come rather than just worrying about how far you have to go. It's the difference of the gap and the gain. Okay, have a beautiful day, everybody. Thanks so much.